Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. There are certain things in life that are meant to go together. Bread and butter, salt and pepper, milk and cookies, peanut butter and jelly, macaroni and cheese, bacon and, well, just about anything, right? (laughs) And if this is true with things that we love in the kitchen, imagine how much more it is in God's holy word. There are many things in God's Word that are meant to go together. For example, law and gospel, God's gifts of Word and sacrament, Good Friday and Easter, the cross and the Christian life. And the list could go on and on and on. In John chapter 7, Jesus reveals another one of Scripture's sacred combinations, the Holy Spirit and water. And this connection between God, the Holy Spirit, and water goes all the way back to creation. In the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. Fast forward to the beginning of the four Gospels, and once again we see water and the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit descends on Jesus in the form of a dove at his baptism in the Jordan River. Now in John chapter 7, at the Feast of Booths, that's the feast in the Old Testament remembering Israel's wilderness wandering and living in tents. And here at this feast, Jesus brings water and the Holy Spirit together once again. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. The gospel writer John tells us that Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit who would be poured out at Pentecost. The Holy Spirit who dwells with believers. The Holy Spirit who keeps you in faith so that you always remember Jesus' death and resurrection. That's the same Holy Spirit Jesus gives you, and who in turn gives you Jesus. Our Lord and Savior makes this connection personal with you. He takes water and His Holy Spirit and gives them both to you in your baptism. Remember those words spoken at your baptism? As the living water of the Holy Spirit and physical water were poured over you with these words. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It reminds me of hymn number 590 in our Lutheran service book. Specifically verse 1, where we hear these words. Baptized into your name most holy, O Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I claim a place, though weak and lowly, among your saints, your chosen host, buried with Christ and dead to sin, your spirit now shall live within. There in your baptism with the water and the Holy Spirit, Jesus joins them together so that you would be joined with Him forever. 
For you, our Lord, brings together this great combination of water and His Spirit to forgive, save, rescue, wash, and restore you. Speaking of water, water is good, is it not? It's refreshing. It serves a purpose. Lips that are parched and dry, especially on one of those windy days that we have here in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Yes, it serves a purpose and tastes pretty good too. In our gospel reading for today, water serves its purpose as well. And it was the last day of the festival of the Feast of Booths. And it was booming with people who were hustling and bustling about. And perhaps they remembered the priest going to the pool of Siloam, dipping into it the pitcher of gold, and taking some water out and pouring it out as the drink offering. And on the eighth day, Jesus taps into this and other activities that surround the festival. And he stands and he cries out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow living water. Living water? Water that's going to quench my spiritual thirst forever? Really? Yes. This is most certainly true. Because this water isn't physical water. This is the very gospel of grace through which the Holy Spirit has called you, enlightened you with His gifts, sanctified, that is, makes you holy, and keeps you in the true faith. Even as He calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth, and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. As we spoke these words a few moments ago from Luther's explanation of the third article. These words are words of comfort. They are words of hope for all believers who thirst after the soothing, gracious gift of Jesus' eternal waters. These eternal waters of the forgiveness of sins, salvation, and eternal life. Yet the old sinful flesh, the old Adam, would have nothing to do with this water that freely gives eternal life to all who believe. No, our sinful flesh prefers the drip, drip, drip. Drool, drool, drool of self and half-truths, Satan. Always thirsty, always looking for the oasis in our life that provides a way out of all the worries and the troubles of this life. Yes, always thirsty, but never quenching that thirst. Always thirsty, always worsening it as we seek refreshment and comfort in other things. Alcohol, drugs. If you saw the news this past week, there was a story on the likelihood of the legalization of marijuana for those 21 or older in Minnesota. Still thirsty? Food? Pornography? Still thirsty? 
Things like horoscopes and pyramid crystals that people hang from their rearview mirror? Still thirsty? Oh, I know. Just think positively. And of course, the greatest lie of all, the self, is God. Still thirsty? Always thirsty. Always seeking the oasis in the desert of sin, death, and the power of the devil. To get us from day to day, but giving us nothing more than Satan's mirage of the parched, withering soul in hopelessness. As the sinful flesh follows every step of the old Adam, still thirsty, there's nothing left. But Jesus stands and cries out to us, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Still thirsty? We Christians here at Beautiful Savior Lutheran Church in Fargo are thirsty. But our thirst is quenched by our Lord and Savior Jesus at the cross on Calvary and the empty tomb three days later. Our thirst is quenched when we come to His house to hear His word. Our thirst is quenched when we come to His table and eat His very body and drink His blood here at the Lord's Supper. Our thirst comes from the words of our lips, our sins of arrogance, bearing false witness, dishonoring those in authority over us, and hatred. This thirst comes from anxiety and the distress of the possibility of an upcoming move, health care issues, thoughts of fields not drying out in time to get into them for planting, inflation. Wondering about the debt ceiling and if the two political sides will reach a compromise in time for the June 5th deadline. Or will our country default? And most certainly the death of a loved one. But in John chapter 19 verse 30, Jesus said, It is finished. In Christ Jesus, through the waters of holy baptism, we daily drown the old Adam through contrition and repentance. Dying with all sins and evil lusts with the sure and certain hope that a new man or woman daily, daily comes forth and arises who shall live before God in righteousness and purity forever. This is God's eternal water of grace that has no end for all who believe. It is God's free gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the water of life that all see in you as you live the life of Christ in the world. That which you have received by God's Spirit, this living water of Jesus, you are able to pass on to those around you by the grace of God in Christ Jesus. It's quite a gift. It's quite a gift, isn't it? God's grace in Christ Jesus. And so when someone says to you, say, my Christian friend, I'm new to this church thing. Can you tell me where I can get some of this living water? Point them to Jesus. 
point them to Jesus. And there Jesus stands and cries out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Because you see, it's his water. And he freely gives it by his spirit to you to drink. To God alone be all the glory. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.